Hello and welcome to the Weekly Rebeach, your regular Friday debrief of things I've heard and seen coming from the Agile community here in Melbourne and beyond. And the world beyond has become a lot closer in some ways as we all share in this global event that is COVID-19. I hope you're all doing well and are at home getting used to your new working and living circumstances and giving your eyeballs a rest now and then from looking at screens and looking at graphs. Today's episode is a mini hack all about checking in online. If your team has moved to home working, you're probably learning and adapting very quickly to making things work for you without being in physical proximity to each other. And I'm sure like me, you're seeing many articles, videos and guides for how to get remote working working well for you. If you've listened to a previous mini hack number 21 from November last year, it was about breaking the ice using icebreakers at the start of a meeting. Well, this is effectively moving that activity or purpose to an online meeting. When we come together to collaborate, we would like to encourage all to contribute. This will increase everyone's engagement in the session and your performance will increase as a team or even as a temporary group that you all are in during that session. Now, I've noticed with VCs that I've been on um, in the last few weeks that there's a period of time where everyone is arriving that is usually spent on a bit of chit chat and waiting to see who is going to join in. And just like in face-to-face real-life meetings, it seems to be when enough of a quorum exists, the meeting starts. And I think that's good personally. So the tip is that if it's your meeting, put into the text channel of your VC your icebreaker questions or instructions. So use this opportunity to start your meeting off with a virtual icebreaker and put it into the text of that chat session first. And this will give the early early arrivals to your meeting a few extra th- seconds of thinking time while we're waiting for people to arrive. And it also helps you make the icebreaker the thing that kicks off the meeting. So what I found is that a specific question has been quicker and more effective than a general how's everyone doing and it's a nice way if you're facilitating a meeting or a session to get everyone to talk and even allow the latecomers to join in as well so you can even get a really really latecomer to answer that question in the chat channel if the meeting topic is um, already well underway Another thing it allows you to do by kicking off with an icebreaker at the start of an online meeting is to get everyone to turn their camera on just for a little bit of seeing faces of people face to face. Now, I know that bandwidth has been a problem somewhere and some people are actively turning off their cameras in order to increase um, the quality of of a call for everyone, which is fine. Sometimes you have to do that. But if you can at least turn your videos on at the start for an icebreaker question, this will increase engagement Um, a little bit more and when you go from person to person to get them to answer it it will allow everyone to know that they are seen and heard and this will increase their engagement and investment in this group session that you're holding so how do you do a virtual icebreaker that's not time consuming or hard to manage so the way i found this works the best is just to ask a simple question Um, and i've given you three Uh, for a starter here that you can uh, that you're welcome to use and I'm sure there's many many more out there if you just google virtual icebreaker questions you'll get a bunch but here's three one is what's the most unexpected thing that you've bought in the last two weeks Um, and this one can be quite funny because everyone's doing a bit of um, strange purchasing of things that they weren't necessarily planning to purchase or hasn't been on their regular buying list another one is what's the last thing you did around the house that was just for fun 
So we're spending a lot more time in our homes at the moment. So there's probably something that you've done with your children, with your dogs, or even just with yourself, um, if you're alone, that has been just for fun. So that's a good question too. Um, and the third one is, is can you spot something orange from where you're sitting um, and tell us what that thing is or even turn the camera around and show us what that thing is. So you can substitute any random color that you like, but that's a bit of a fun um, one that makes you look away from your screen and around um, the surroundings that you're in. Yesterday, I heard a suggestion that a team was going to do a secret sound every day. You know, like, can you guess what the secret sound is like um, that you might have heard in the past on the radio? And I think this is fabulous, um, but it will take a little bit more time organizing that one. So you could possibly do that one with a team that you're having a daily stand up with or you're checking in with every day um, because you won't have to keep sharing the instructions. The key is to consider the kind of session that you're in, because if you're in a group that doesn't regularly meet, meet and um and you don't have any established rules already then the icebreaker can if it's fast and simple can be the really nice way of gluing that session together at the start so tailor it to be as quick or as involved as it needs to be and then you can crack on with your meeting and your usual business and you'll be more effective and engaged from that point now you might be thinking that isn't this a bit too light-hearted or fun for work what I would say to that is that I've been in some pretty serious sessions and in no way did having a couple of minutes of human contact and fun at the start of the meeting make the session any less focused or any less effective in its outcome. In fact, the opposite. When you increase trust in a group of people, you increase their performance. So if you want to be really serious about the performance of the teams and the groups that you interact with, try it. You'll be surprised at how it can, can increase that trust factor. Now, an important note here, this isn't a substitute for a meeting that is specifically for checking in on someone's welfare. You should still definitely do that with your people, especially in extenuating circumstances that we're currently in. And that maybe is your direct reports or your one-on-ones or even someone you might usually see around the office face-to-face. You should still do those check-ins specifically because people will be needing and appreciating that kind of contact even more. So don't substitute this mini hack for that, please. But this mini hack is specifically for meetings and workshops that are for other purposes primarily to use a quick virtual icebreaker to make that session more engaging and more productive via increasing trust. That's it for our mini hack this week. Give it a go and please get back in touch and share any good ideas or questions you've used in your sessions. Let's spread some of those good ideas around a little bit. If you want to drop us a line, you can anytime with feedback on the podcast, or if you have more questions, email rebootme at rebootco.com.au, or you can email me alex at rebootco.com.au. You can follow us on social media at the Reboot Co on Twitter, or me at Stoke Sandra, currently usually retweeting other people's funny tweets, um, or subscribe to our newsletter, which will be coming on Monday. Visit www.rebootco.com.au forward slash newsletter to get your name on that list and we'll have it in your email inbox on Monday to kick off the week. And of course, subscribe to the podcast in your regular podcast app and we'll be back in your ears in a couple of weeks after Victorian school holidays end with more help, tips, interviews and much, much more. Bye for now.